0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following episode is scheduled for one fall. Coming down the aisle are your hosts of In The Click, Baby Huey and Brian Pranik. What's up everybody? Baby Huey here and joining me once again is my tag team partner, Tim from Pro Wrestling Unlimited. How's it going, man?
1: Pretty good, uh finished off my weekend, had a good couple of days and whatnot, and now here talking wrestling, catching up on all the wrestling. There's been a lot of wrestling the last couple of days to catch up on, from WWE, having like towards the end of the week, we had SmackDown, and then the same night we had Ring of Honor pay-per-view, and then we had two nights of the G1 and Collision, and it's hard to keep up with everything. I'm still trying to get, I'm like two days behind on the G1, I think.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I feel bad. I'm behind on G1 as well, but I see a lot of my friends tweeting stuff about they're watching it in real time or watching it like within the next day and mm. I heard nothing but just great things so far. And I'm like, oh, where did he find the time? <laughs> I mean, right. It literally, like, you know, think about it. You got WWE, who has three shows a week. You got AEW, which has three shows as well. You got Impact, if, if you care about Impact. You got... Uh, uh, um. uh Uh yeah, New Japan doing their thing right now. Ring of Honor weekly as well, and the pay per view this week. I'm just like, man, like, like, I get it. If that's your full time job covering it, then I'm sure it's a lot easier. Maybe just Mm -hmm. with your schedule. But for a lot of people who maybe have like you know other jobs and whatnot, it just for me, it's just to find time to watch it. And then like you know get my notes together and right. then and then actually record the podcast and then you know edit it, post it, do the social media, all that stuff. It's a it's a lot of work. So um, yeah, somehow I gotta find uh, you know time to watch it. But then again, I kind of like when people just post clips on Twitter and be like, oh okay, get a quick little Cliff Notes version of what's been so, going on.
1: With G one, I watch it more in the background while I'm working on other things. Okay, but what's what's the best thing? How to watch the best way to watch G one is just basically go on Twitter the next day and people say these three four matches are the matches you need to watch because you don't need to watch all what eight nine ten matches that they do every night. So Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. like you go on Twitter and just be like, hey, here are the top three matches to watch. Go check those ones out and go from there.
0: Okay, cool. Good to know. So maybe I'll start doing it as well. I'll, I'll kind of see what's going
1: on. And then I uh, yeah, like I'm there was to... a match last night, I think. It was Naito and uh, Tori Yanu. And Naito mm-hmm. was just screwing with them at one point where Naito walked out and just stood on the ramp and let his music play. And Yano's like, You're going to get in the ring? And then Naito uh, leaves, goes to the back. His music plays again. He comes back out and he's just screwing with them. And they're like, So is the match going to be longer than the entrance?
0: Oh. Because they usually have
1: short matches between Yano and Naito. Yeah, yeah. But
0: man, I mean, here's my issue. I think I would watch it more often if they had like an actual New Japan World app. Like, I don't get it. Why they don't not have like a dedicated app that you can download onto your Roku or whatever
1: you know uh, streaming service? They do have one for the Fire Stick.
0: Oh, for the Fire
1: Stick, the Amazon Fire Stick. But I usually watch on my computer anyway, so.
0: Okay, so no, but for me on my iPhone there was right. like a New Japan World app, but you need a Chromecast to sync it up to. And look, I have a Chromecast, but it's just, that is
1: the weird thing because even on Android, when you mm-hmm. go to the app, it's then when you go to watch something, it sends it to your browser.
0: Yeah, and then what sucks is I'm mm-hmm. trying to watch it by using my phone to through mm-hmm. my Chromecast, right. and I can't even like properly uh, uh, like rewind yeah, or fast weird. forward. It's just mm-hmm. it's a pain in the ass. It's like a, come on fire guys,
1: the Firestick fire app is great.
0: Okay. All right. Maybe yeah. That's the next thing. It's like my t- back of my TV is going to be plugged in with all I'm these different free.
1: The Amazon Fire Stick is the best thing you can ever get for watching stuff because then I can just show you how to bootleg it and you can watch any movie you want anytime and this and that. But that's a whole other story. That's I love the a, Amazon uh, Fire Stick. I love the fair, Fire
0: Stick. Off air conversation. All right. I will look on to that. I, I should have maybe got that for. Mm. Uh, uh, was it Amazon Prime Day? a Couple weeks or last right. week. Uh, damn it. I missed out on it. But no, but here we are. This is going to be our, our, uh, weekend review for everything WWE this week. So much happened. Uh, for me, I'm just playing catch up on SmackDown <laughs> just a little while ago here. And yeah, so much to talk about. Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. The first topic. Let's just talk about the man of the week, Dominic Mysterio. Ooh, boy. <laughs> he not only he main evented. Not one, not two, but all three shows this week: Raw, NXT, and SmackDown.
1: That's a, that's a first, right? I think so. That's I what people so. online
0: are saying. I, I was trying to think in my head who else could have been on all three shows. I, I mean, I was thinking like in the last couple of years. No, AJ Styles was bouncing around for a bit, but I don't think anyone else has like done that. Just gone from all three shows. I know Edge yeah. when he won the the Royal Rumble, he was kind of going around each show and, like. Mm. T- uh, teasing or taunting who he might pick to challenge for the title.
1: Yeah, because um, I believe he's the first person to be on all three in one week in the main event match.
0: Exactly. So, hey, man, props to, to, to Dom, Dirty technically Dom. Technically on say.
1: SmackDown, he didn't go on last. That was Roman yeah. and Jay. But main event match, so you could still... Last match. Yes. <laughs> so
0: let, let's let, let's talk about that, though, just big picture, him main eventing. that. I think that says a lot. Oh, yeah. From higher powers that be that give him, I have a lot of faith in him to uh, be a part of all three shows this week. I, mean, I, would, I would, that shows that they really have high hopes for him, right? Or high expectations.
1: I mean, who's a bigger, better heel than Dirty Dom right now in any company? Who gets I, more heat than Dom? I mean, some try to Don say Dallas. Call- yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, but not, yeah. I don't even think it is. No, no,
0: not at all. I mean, Dom came to get a word out. When he talks, when he gets the microphone and he says like one or two words Mm -hmm. and the crowd just rips into him, uh, 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 drowns him out. And so he just stands there and he's like looking around and be like, oh, my God, like no one can hear me. And I'm sure deep down he loves it. And like early on when it was happening, you could tell the Judgment Day Finn and then we're kind of like leaning into him and probably telling Mm -hmm. him like, dude, like eat it up, man. This is awesome. So I'm sure like. From a performer standpoint, they love all this attention they're getting. So um, great stuff. But uh is the
1: ratings draw.
0: <laughs> well, and I wonder, even maybe he's needed for uh selling tickets, which I'll get into in a second. So let's talk about the second match of the week. He was on NXT this week, challenging Wesley for the NXT. North American Championship. This came off last week, where him and mommy Rhea Ripley showed up, and he just challenged Wesley. He's like, "Hey, man, you've done these open challenges." And he's like, "Yeah, not for a while." I was like, "All right, I challenge you." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> so they had this match this week. It was an okay match. I know there was one spot where Wesley got dropped on his head, mm. and the crowd was chanting, "You're not ready." And I mean, that's just that NXT crowd that's can be harsh because right. it's a smaller room and. Everything they yell can be heard much more clearly on TV. Uh, I saw one point where Dom was getting up on the ropes and was looking at the crowd, yelling, shut up. And I was like, whoa, he's like getting, trying to interact with them, talking back to them. Um, but yeah, with the help of the judgment day, the remaining members showed up. Rhea distracted ref. Uh, but then Finn came out. Uh, uh, uh Damian Priest tried to hit, uh, hit Wesley. Wesley was able to get out of it. Then Rhea ultimately hit, hit him with the belt. Mm-hmm. And then Dom got the pin for the win. So Dominic Mysterio is now your brand new NXT North American champion. So yeah tim your thoughts on that i know a lot of people were like wait that's not fair he's a main roster guy going to nxt solo won it went to the main roster and had to immediately vacate it so yeah but your your thoughts on
1: all well, that i stuff? mean Dolph ziggler won the nxt championship but didn't have to vacate it or anything perfect so yeah exactly There's already a president's the president's put up there and we've seen other people you know go down to nxt and work in this and that now Far as the match does go and the match wasn't all that like it was good i wouldn't yeah. call it a great match or anything and dom's coming up on his three-year anniversary because remember his debut was wow. SummerSlam 2020 against seth rollins that was his yeah. first actual match not training mm-hmm. so
0: well, well the other thing too is i know a lot of people say oh he's not ready it's like dude when he got started like covid was starting right yeah. or like like and I, he probably was started training what twenty nineteen I'm guessing roughly. If he I had been correctly. training
1: for a couple of years. But Ray was doing the whole you're gonna go to different places that I know are good for training and Schools? you're gonna learn. So yeah. he sent him to like Mexico. He sent him to Canada to train with um, Lance Storm. He okay. trained a little with Brian Kendrick at their school in L.A. And mm-hmm. he like sent him all around. And Ray was like, I'm not gonna rush you. I'm not gonna try and push anything as far as like, oh, I'm with WWE, so let's get my kid in WWE. I mean, that's what happened eventually, but that yeah. was never Ray's goal. Like Ray mm-hmm. was staying and stuff, but and Dom had been training off and on. I don't know how frequent for a couple of years, and he comes in, has the match with Seth Rollins. He had done some stuff on WWE television already, like getting beat up by Brock Lesnar.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know, like 2019? early on, it was a 2019? Tw- yeah, 2019, he was coming out with Ray being in his corner, hmm. help try to beat down Brock yeah. Lesnar ultimately took what F five, if I remember correctly, yeah. but yeah, his actual first match with ring gear was, yeah, it was Seth. So he didn't have that traditional upbringing of going on the indie scene or exactly. maybe have a bunch of matches. So he's been learning on the fly in WWE. I mean, definitely talk about being thrown to the wolves you got to give him credit in the last three years. Right. He's definitely improved,
1: right? I mean, well, no, no, no. Yes. He has improved, but you would think with him working with all these top guys, like yeah. he's worked with basically everybody in WWE, but Roman, you would think.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he's still making these mistakes. Like on SmackDown, he messed up the finish of the match. I, where I saw
0: that. Yeah. He,
1: he went to go for the pin on Butch and he, he was under the ropes himself, and the referee had to play it real and was like, yep. hey, I can't count it. You're under the ropes. I can't count it. And so basically she was trying to tell him, move Butch so I can count the pin, but she yeah. didn't want to say it. And yeah, so, I mean, he's still yeah. making rookie mistakes for being three years in. Uh, I mean, from a yeah, no. perspective, though, I do think he's doing really well there. Like, he's doing great character-wise with Judgment Day and all of that, but it's just like for being as as far into his careers he already is working with the people he's been working with mm-hmm. you would expect more from him
0: gotcha okay totally understand from that standpoint but yeah. yeah you're right uh, like you
1: said he didn't work the indies so it's not like he's going out working a match with you know i don't know brett um, who was uh there was somebody i saw recently that was really bad and it's like yeah there's apparently only their second match ever. Of course, they're not mm-hmm. going to be good working with other people that have barely had any matches. And so it's like Dom's not going out there working with those type of people that are still learning themselves. These working people mm-hmm. that have been doing this for a decade.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. So jumping ahead to Friday at SmackDown, he uh, showed up to SmackDown with the North American Championship with with Rhea Ripley and. Uh, he's like, hey, I want to show my deadbeat dad what's it like <laughs> to be a champion. And then uh, Butch came up and said, you know, hey, uh, we're here in Orlando, home of NXT. Let's have a match tonight. And he's like, we're not going to make that happen. And Shawn Michaels showed up, and he is the NXT GM, if you want to call that, whatever it's his title. And I uh, uh, said, so yeah, I'll talk to Adam Pierce. We'll make it official. So turn it to the main event for SmackDown. Mm. But you're right, that finish where Butch got... By the way, you see Shawn Michaels, like, he was... Saying yeah, let's have a match with Butch, but he kind of stalled. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I think he, I thought he was gonna say, gonna change Dunn. his name. I
1: thought he was about to change <laughs> his name. I thought he was going to do it. Yeah, they look. Like, he was like Pete,
0: but but he stalled and yeah. collected himself. And mm-hmm. Dan said Butch, but yeah, to the finish of the match, yeah, Butch got p- pushed into the to the to the uh, um the side of the the I'm ring going. post, um, and then yeah, it looked like Dom. I think the goal was he was going to pin him and put his feet on the ropes. Oh, but maybe. The, but because it looked like he was going to try to jump and put his yeah, feet mm. up there. But, yeah, his body was under the, the robes. And the ref was like, yeah, like, dude, get out. You got to scoot it out. And then mm-hmm. he pushed the push uh, Butch out a little bit further into the middle of the ring. But and just went for the straight pin and then still just picked up the victory. But, yeah, it was a
1: botch finish there. I feel for like that main he, event. he was in the moment trying to go too quick and wasn't thinking. And again, yeah. rookie mistakes for someone that, I mean, three years in working with those people. Are you still a rookie? Yeah. Well, okay. So
0: let's talk about that because I think a lot of people thought Dominic should have maybe came up through NXT. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He just jumped right to the main roster, as you said, back 2020. So he's definitely had to learn with the big boys.
1: And I uh, mean, are we seeing people like Ron Breaker and Tiffany Stratton who were only a couple of years in making those same mistakes? Not really.
0: No. Yeah, you're right. So th- that's the thing, but let's talk about now What are your thoughts on Judgment Day being on NXT? Now they've been on the last couple of weeks now. Dom looks like he's probably going to be a regular fixture for a while, depending on how long this title reign is. So, yeah, two part here as far as your thoughts on Judgment Day being part of NXT as well. And then do you think this is a ploy to help maybe sell tickets for Great American Bash, which is next weekend? It's going to be Mm -hmm. in Texas. Another premium live event for NXT, another pay per view for them outside the performance center in an arena. I'm sure you know they probably need extra help selling that. Maybe some more star power, so they're bringing in people from the main roster. So yeah, what your thoughts on just where Judgment Day is being help helping out with NXT?
1: So we've seen the last couple of weeks on NXT with when they announced that Judgment Day is going to be on the show. No matter if they just say it's just Dom and Rio or it's all a Judgment Day, whatever the ratings have been up. Mm-hmm. Up way more than they normally do so with that they are helping tremendously they are helping greatly and this is the perfect time where they need that because TV mm-hmm. negotiations and when yep. NXT ratings are going up and that's saying hey this is another property doing pretty good and then when they can say hey we did better than AEW shows last week with NXT we outdrew Collision we outdrew well of course they're going to outdraw um, Rampage, Rampage. Yeah, and so it's like hey we're outdrawing with our lowest rated show, two of their three shows. Mm. So, is there's now that rumor that Warner Brothers Discovery could be interested in WWE content. Wow. Yeah. What if, what if they're both on the same network? Because apparently, well, well, AEW doesn't have an exclusive with Warner Brothers Discovery where they're the only wrestling on mm. their networks or whatever.
0: And right now, if you want to go a little bit bigger picture here. You look at Hollywood mm-hmm. right now with the strike going on between sports and wrestling. That's a, you know, you got live content to fill time where no, no, no TV shows, no movies are being worked on right now because the writers and actors strike. Well, no
1: TV shows because reality shows like, you know, like the voice in America's got talent. Oh yeah. It yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. fall into. Cause it's only scripted shows. Yes. Gotcha. Still, like those shows are it's not like wrestling or sports where there are multiple weeks throughout the year, multiple mm-hmm. days throughout the week. It's mm-hmm. okay. Those shows got to go film for however long they film. And then they put the episodes out. It's still like a scripted show per se, the way that it rolls out and stuff. So sports right now, wrestling sports, whatever you want to say is the key property of, Hey, we need content. And I know like CBS, CBS said, we do not yeah. you know, we're losing shows right now for our fall lineup. So, what we've never done before is air Yellowstone on CBS. It's always been on the Paramount Network. And so um, ABC too. Are they? I haven't seen anything. For oh, ABC. So, so
0: ABC, I, I heard we're going to uh, replay uh, Miss Marvel from Disney, the, the Disney oh, Plus show. That's,
1: that's a good one. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's have a, chance a really to check good it idea.
0: Out. So yeah, they're going to play some Disney Plus shows okay, on that's, ABC.
1: That's a so. really good idea. Do the Marvel shows on ABC. But yeah. So, Because Yellowstone does great numbers on the Paramount Network, which Mm -hmm. is a low-rated network. Mm -hmm. And so if they now put that show on CBS from the beginning, they're starting from the beginning. Wow. Yeah. But we'll see how that does. I assume it's going to do well because it's right now you can watch it on the Paramount Network or on, I think, Peacock. I think it might be on Paramount+, Plus, but I know everybody I know watches Yellowstone on Peacock.
0: I see the Instagram ads for it all the time. I'm like, yeah. apparently that's telling me I need to watch this show, but yeah.
1: But, but it, so, so with me bringing the reason I brought the, the CBS stuff up is because now you've got the random people online. Oh, could the USA network and NBC do a deal where they bring raw over to NBC. If NBC needs content or <laughs> not on Mondays though, because Mondays they have the voice.
0: Oh, Wow. And then, well, hmm, okay, football is coming up, both hmm. college and NFL, so ESPN will be okay there, but see, that's the thing. Monday Night Football went to ESPN a few years ago. They left ABC. I wonder if they could well, put they, it they back on ABC. they simulcast
1: on ABC periodically. They have for okay. the last few years.
0: So maybe, and yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah, maybe they can do that some And point. then,
1: you know, NBC's got, they now have college football on Saturday nights, and then they have Sunday night football on NBC. Yeah. So they're good on the weekends.
0: It's uh, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen yeah. in the next few months. The longer the strikes goes on mm. the, I'm curious what the fall program is going to look like on, across well, all I the know networks.
1: With, I know what, at least the writers strike. Mm-hmm. I know there was a couple executives at Disney that were like, we're going to let this stretch out. If they lose their homes, they lose their homes. It's on them. God, yeah. That's so harsh.
0: God. Well, I'm with the writers, actors, writers mm-hmm. specifically, hope they get what they can from this. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, oh yeah, I, I follow up for anyone who's listening. Last time you and I chatted, yeah, unfortunately, my interview with Anthony Mackey got canceled. So, mm-hmm. uh, so the we day. Because after- Joe
1: was supposed to be at Comic Con all weekend, and they weren't doing any promotion for Twisted Metal. So he's like, yeah. hey, I can work the Ring of Honor pay per view now. That's why they set up his Dog oh, Castle. Oh, okay. He yes. Yeah, he wasn't supposed no, to be no, there well, originally.
0: Yeah, when Fran Drescher said you were striking at midnight. And then, literally, the next yep. morning, I got an email that says, uh, "Yeah, interviews all canceled because mm-hmm. yeah, they can't do press right now with the strike." So, yep. but yeah, going back to <laughs> that's hence why big picture WWE right now is really valuable yes. for uh, for live programming. And then going back to Judgment Day, using their star power to carry not only Raw and NXT, and even a little bit, a little bit of SmackDown and, this week as well.
1: Um, and the, the one last thing on the Judgment Day thing: the report is that they want to use Judgment Day on NXT the big picture, like long, long term, not just, Oh, Dominic holds the title for a little bit. And then we go from there. Like they see the worth of judgment day. So they want him on every show. Hence why a raw guy defended an NXT title <laughs> on SmackDown.
0: Yeah. Like I know some people are really complaining about, Oh, it's a definitive brand split. I don't get super caught up into mm. it. I I, I try to suspend disbelief a little bit as far right. as, okay, it's, He's defending an NXT title. I I know it's a stretch there. I don't get super like, oh, my God, how dare they? But I don't know. Do you get super caught up? Like, oh, it's a brand split. Like how? I
1: I mean, in a way, I would wish that it was, you know, more tightened up. Yes, we know it's not. So why get all in a tizzy over it?
0: And as kind of the reports are saying, and I'm sure, Tim, you report on this. It looks like the Judgment Day is going to be the big faction. Once kind of the bloodline stuff yeah. finishes, it wraps up. Uh, the The Judgment Day is going to be the next big group that's going to have a storyline around yep. it, which we kind of see the seeds being planted here. Um, was it on Raw? Let me see. Last couple of weeks, really. Yeah. Like Damien Finn went on the same page, and, they, and then they hugged it out after they mm-hmm. win. So right now, uh, Judgment Day is fine. Because Damien
1: uh, keeps doing the thing of, Oh, I believe in you, Finn. You're going to be Seth for the belt. And if you don't, well, I got this case. Yeah. So
0: right now, it's interesting. You see Rhea Ripley with uh, the uh, Women's World Championship. Dom with the North American Championship now. Finn has nothing. And then Damien has the briefcase. Mm -hmm. As you and I talked about, I believe it was it last time. I imagine at some point they're all going to have gold at some point, draped in gold. Right. I guess Dom getting the North American Championship also kind of makes sense, because he's not going to be Gunther for that IC <laughs> title. No. He's not on Raw, or excuse me, he's not on SmackDown, can't go after the U.S. title, so North American Championship is, it seemed like, the good belt to go mm. after, and by the way, for the solo people complaining about, he won it and then had to drop, vacate it, that was technically not a, um, a sanctioned match, right? Didn't he just show up on that episode of NXT? I and think just,
1: so, I don't remember fully, but I think the, you're right. Yeah,
0: yeah, so... Um. So it's interesting But let's talk about Judgment Day Specifically Finn Balor now So this week Seth Rollins was talking to Byron Saxon for a sit down And then I like how Finn just showed up And that back and forth exchange I really loved it mm. I, I think you and I talked about it Probably last month I enjoyed how rumors were Vince kind of got involved with the creative And wanted more heat between the two of them Before mm. their match at Money in the Bank And I actually like kind of that decision because it added more fuel to the fire than beating up each other. Now it's good. And it's beneficial. They're gonna have a rematch at SummerSlam for the world title. It's um, this sit down here. I enjoyed it. Like, you know, it just shows that Finn is just, it's just eating away at him. He wants to get not only his revenge over Seth for what's been eating at him for the last seven years, but also wants to get a world title here. And it ultimately led to, Finn beating down Seth Rollins here. What'd you think of that exchange between the two of them?
1: Oh, I, I thought the whole segment was great. The best I, to me, that was like the best thing on the show for this past Monday's raw. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought, no, Finn was really good, but Seth, Seth was on another level with his delivery. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Seth was just fantastic. Um, now, and then we now, saw, yeah. Just the one thing keeping with that real fast. I, Finn should win. I think so, too. I Especially think so, being too. At summer, the match being at SummerSlam.
0: Yeah. I, I know there's not a predictions video yet, but <laughs> I, I really do think Finn should win this. I mean, Seth yeah. now had it. What? He got it. What? In May. So it'd be what? Two months or about, almost two and a half months by time right. SummerSlam gets there. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing. While the WWE title, Universal title is obviously on this epic run right now with with Roman. I see the world title. This one can have shorter reigns and kind of can bounce around a little bit Mm -hmm. more for more maybe short form or engaging stories with the WWE roster, the superstars. So, yeah, I could totally see Seth dropping the tile here and Finn gets in and kind of adds to Judgment Day's just uh, uh, appeal or or dominance on Raw. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch the full interview, but wasn't there a part with uh, Seth Rollins interview with Logan Paul? And he said reveal how like beat up he is, body-wise. Oh, yeah,
1: he says he's had a back issue since 2019 and other wow. nagging injuries as well. He said he's tried, I think, stem cell. Yeah. And it's helped, but it's not permanent. It's a temporary help. And so, yeah, he said he's pretty banged up, but doesn't see, he goes, but I'm still working a full-time WWE schedule and I don't see myself slowing down anytime soon.
0: Okay, well, I'm just curious. I wonder if... if- Seth loses to Finn, drops the title. I wonder if Seth might take some time off and maybe, you know, take the rest of the year off and come back Royal Rumble or something. I'm just, mm. just speculating. I, I If those injuries are really affecting him, I, I would not be surprised if that could happen. And, you know, I, I know I'm bouncing all around here. Mm-hmm. You look like someone like Bobby Lashley, who we'll talk about later, but he's been gone for like the last three months. And now he's something's brewing with him. I'm all for wrestlers taking time off. That way we miss them. We don't get burnt out seeing them. And then when they do come back it has a big impact and can add like a big injection of adrenaline to a Mm. storyline or add some spark to a new storyline. So with Seth here, I'm all for if he needs to take time off and then can kind of free up the main event scene a little bit more and get some new bodies involved. So. Uh yeah, we'll see here. But then uh I just do want to say, yeah, the main event was yeah, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. They put their titles on, on the line against the judgment day against um it was yeah, Dom and Damian Priest here. So uh Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn picked up the victory. As of right now, it doesn't really seem like where is Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn direction. They've been going against Judgment Day. Is that is gonna lead to I a
1: have tag no match? clue at all. I don't know. I mean, where, I I would have thought that this would have been the SummerSlam match, but then they do it on Raw. And granted, we do still have two weeks, two, three weeks. uh, No, is it a week? Raw Raw this week. Two weeks weeks from yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, two more Raw's. So it's like we do have two weeks, but it's like, oh, man, we just did the title match. They won. It wasn't like they won and there was some, like, screwy finish or anything. They won. They retained the titles, and they're not teasing or building up anybody else for the tag titles. So it's like, what do they even do?
0: As you and I talked about about in a previous episode, they have a lot of matches potentially lined up for Mm -hmm. SummerSlam. Like, I, I think you and I ran down possible scenarios. It's double digits right now. And I know for Triple H, his era of creative, he doesn't do more than, what, seven So I I could see them doing more because it's just one night of SummerSlam SummerSlam, this year. Uh, And SummerSlam, they want to treat like WrestleMania 2.0.
1: Or just the Raw brand alone. There's like six Mm -hmm. matches.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk about it in a little bit. It looks like potentially four women's matches, which Mm. is awesome. But uh, yeah, I could totally see maybe the tag titles just take the night off at SummerSlam, which (laughs) is unfortunate because Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens' star power would be fun for the home or um, the Detroit crowd. I mean, I was going to say home because it's their first premium live event back in the U S and since WrestleMania. So I'm <laughs> sure the U S crowd would love the sing along oh, yeah. the Sami Zayn song. So I don't know. We'll see unless they rush into something for SummerSlam. I don't know, but, uh, uh but yeah, so no, it's definitely been a fun week for, for Germany, dirty Dom. By the way, Who came up with the Dirty Dom, man? They just came out of nowhere. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, no, Judgment Day are definitely ruling WWE right now. And it's very exciting stuff. A lot of fun. Um, All right, let's move on over to the bloodline. Of course, we know they've been dominating WWE for the longest time now. The latest is now they're setting up uh, Roman's match against Jey Uso. So it is official. Roman will defend the WWE Universal title against his cousin, Jay Uso. And it looks like it's going to be uh, tribal combat. So on SmackDown this week, we saw the two of them have pretty much like a, a contract signing or kind of lack of mm. as far as Jay ripping it up. They talked it out. This comes off the heels of Jay last week, super kicking Paul Heyman solo. He's just pissed off that 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 roman beat up his brother jimmy's out of action for the time being this week you know they have the face off roman's back on smackdown and uh uh for jay he ripped roman signed the contract gave it to jay jay ripped it up and said this mm. is blood man i don't need to sign no papers and said yeah we're let's have a uh, uh, tribal combat and like everything's on the line he said tables chairs any weapon, I guess, that's
1: available. It sounds like a... Yeah, he said, I want to use the weapons <laughs> on you.
0: By the way, Jay, Roman tried not to laugh when he said, I when Jay said, I could grab that lady's shoe and <laughs> smack
1: you across the face. So, that, I, I guess. I guess tribal combat means street fight? I guess so, yeah. I they hope really maybe, didn't say.
0: I wonder, will they come out in different gear? Like, I always like when there's a street fight and the wrestlers come out in different gear, right. like jeans and you know, kind of protection for their body mm. just to show that, you know, hey, this is serious here. So um uh, but it ultimately led to uh 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 solo trying to uh um I was gonna say thumb <laughs> thumb Jay uh, thumb. spike 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 Jay. Roman stopped him, but then uh uh Jay still super kicks solo and stuff. So what'd you think about this uh lack of a contract signing between the two of them?
1: I I'm going to say, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was great or anything. It was kind of, because I mean, again, they kind of told us what the match is, but they didn't. They basically said it's anything goes, but they really, I don't know. I'm interested in the match. I thought that their two matches in 2020 were both really, really good. So Mm -hmm. I think the two work well together, whether it's Mm -hmm. in tag team action, whether it's in singles action, we've seen it both ways. So I have a lot of faith in the match. And then you got the, the solo you know, dynamic, you know, Jimmy's probably going to pop up towards the end yeah. of that match. You, here's the one thing. You, did I hear this wrong? Or did Jay really say that Jimmy is still in the hospital?
0: <laughs> That's a serious beat down, man. Weeks
1: <laughs> later, still in the hospital. No, he wasn't did bleeding. Least transfer, right. Did they at least transfer him to whatever city they live in? Not the hospital. They took him to that night in whatever city they were in. It's like, is he still in some random city away from his family? He's,
0: he's like, man, it, it was, man, that tribal chief beatdown is, is serious business, man. Like, but.
1: So they'll put him uh, through that announce table.
0: Yeah. So the, the contract signing usually is like on a go home episode before mm-hmm. pay per view. So this was a little early than normal. Right. You're right. There wasn't much to it. It was just more de- declaring uh, tribal combat, which. You and I, and I'm sure everyone else, is. it's up to our interpretation of what that now, is.
1: Did they tease more family getting involved? Because when Roman said, do the, the elders know about this? And Jay goes, it was the elders' idea. Mm-hmm. We get so, elders involved? You no, know, Afa, Sika, Rikishi.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think, all the other ones that are alive and available to come on down.
1: Dwayne ain't working right now I, That the that the... <laughs> You know, The actor strike is going on.
0: Him and John Cena. Right. Uh, well, we know John you know, made an appearance in London last month, but that was pre strike. So mm-hmm. I know I saw it with someone tweeted. It's like, hey, you got Rock and Gina- Cena available right now. I'm sure put them to work for WWE to fill right? time. Yeah. But uh um it would be cool because I kind of thought with Money the Bank with the Civil War aspect, mm-hmm. they were going to incorporate family. And I thought they were going to incorporate more family at some point with their with. With the bloodline storyline, we did see Afan Sika when Roman officially became tribal chief a couple years ago Mm. uh, when he got laid. (laughs) And then, uh, uh, Mm. but uh, yeah, I'm surprised I haven't seen more of them. I know Rikishi will tweet stuff out, but I would, yeah, I'd like to see maybe more of the family members, former wrestlers get involved just to kind of maybe add a little more substance that this rivalry is affecting. Family, the family tree in some way and so, more than
1: just the four of them On television
0: Exactly so it's going to be interesting how they're going to fill The next two weeks before SummerSlam mm-hmm. I'm guessing Roman will probably Won't be on next week He'll probably be on maybe the go home episode But yeah what do you do now to kind of Fill time
1: up until Yeah because we've seen the whole Jay shows up and talks Heyman says Roman will be here next week You don't gotta blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. yeah so it's like I'm not saying I'm not liking the Bloodline story anymore, but things are getting a little redundant.
0: Yes, and I'm sure they have other tales they can tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, Solo and Roman's dynamic, their relationship going forward after SummerSlam.
1: Could we could we see a Triple H Batista kind of story with Solo and and Roman, where Roman's just like, well, yeah, I keep him around because he does the. You know, Does the stuff for me when I'm not here But we all know that Like when Triple H said they were to Rick Flo one time, he's just a dumb meathead
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> There's gotta be something to Break the relationship Between Solo and Roman Where Solo begins not to trust Roman anymore and realize right, I'm just, like the last one here And <laughs> I don't like it either And I need to get away and that leads to the split And you can you know, get a match out of that for a premium live event. So Mm -hmm. So
1: it's it's, like, what is Roman told solo that makes solo want to go with his cousin and not his actual brothers?
0: Yes. And that's, and that's, I give solo credit, like facial, uh, his facial, uh, movements or, or, or is how he, you know, Mm. Delivers his some of his emotions on his face. That's impactful as far as doing the bare minimum. But I I think we need to maybe start expanding Solo a little bit more of like his motivation. Where's he coming from? And I don't know if he needs to start speaking more, or at least Paul Heyman speaks on his behalf. I I, want to see Solo start developing a little bit more. He's coming up on a year now on the main roster. Mm -hmm. Let's okay. Let's let's kind of add some more layers to his character. So that could be something maybe after SummerSlam. So, you know, we still got a long time before WrestleMania where everyone's kind of predicting Roman's going to drop the title there against Cody Rhodes. So, yeah, we'll we'll see about that. So, uh, well, speaking of Cody Rhodes, that's a nice little segue (laughs) right there. So this week on Raw, they were in Atlanta, Georgia, the home of the home city, hometown of Cody Rhodes. And as we know, last week he called out Brock Lesnar, challenged him to a a rubber match for for SummerSlam. And this week he comes out big hometown pop crowd, his family's ringside, his mom, sister, and everyone. No brandy, yeah, no, that was shocking. Like
1: I, I guess maybe, that was his sister.
0: Be, yeah, no, the only niece, thing nephew. I can
1: think of, maybe and that's just me spitballing. Because He was going to get beat up right in front of them. They didn't want Brandy and the baby there or something. I don't know. Maybe because maybe of the baby. for the baby,
0: maybe more for baby. the baby, probably. Yeah, like baby has no what just a year old or a little over a year old has no idea that mm. why his daddy getting beat up by, exactly. by this big scary man. So, but yeah, it's uh, 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 so he comes out and still wants to hear from Brock. Brock's delay, but he finally does show up when Cody goes up the ramp and stomps up to uh, the entrance, and yeah, gets beat up, laid out by Brock Lesnar, F five submission hold, all that stuff, and uh, I, I was kind of hoping. Cody's mom would show a little more emotion like <laughs> what are you doing she was like you suck you suck I was like oh come on man I hey, want to
1: stop that yeah
0: I want it come on you the wife of Dusty? Her nothing? yes that's my thing's like come on man I thought D- Dusty would have taught her to show a little emotion be like like I don't know fake cry or something right. but she's just sitting there watching her son get beat up and she's like boo you suck I'm like oh come on <laughs> so um uh, it, it, you know, Cody gets laid out. Brock grabs a mic, or no, he didn't grab the mic. He just yelled at him and said, uh, "Match accepted." So we're gonna get a third. He match. said,
1: "I'll see you at SummerSlam, bitch."
0: So we're gonna get a, yeah, the third and I'm assuming final match between the two of them at SummerSlam. Mm. It's uh, uh, the continuing post WrestleMania loss for Cody, I guess, uh, proving he needs more hardship and to overcome the odds more in order to win a, a future title. So. We're gonna get the match. I'm curious how they're gonna book this differently than the last two matches so far.
1: It needs a step.
0: Yes, I think something just to make it different, mm-hmm. and and whatever stipulation is that can maybe tie into how Cody picks up the victory over Brock right. Lesnar, so you can kind of protect Brock Lesnar a little bit because he has he has looked weak in this feud. Rightfully so, you know. I'm sure he's trying to help put Cody over. You know, lost to Cody the first time at Backlash. Um, Cody, what passed out from the pain? Right, was uh, um, at uh Night of Champions, mm-hmm. and then uh, Cody and Dom had the Magic Money in the Bank, a quick one, one well, off there.
1: Cody's got his wrist all taped up and whatnot again.
0: Yeah, at the his premiere of his his well, he did uh, documentary, all, he,
1: he did it last night as well for the live event they worked. Oh, really? So so here's the interesting thing. Cody posts a video on his Instagram signing autographs backstage, you know, signing posters they could sell at the merch stand. Both wrists fine. No tape, no anything. But then when there's video of him during the match and like celebrating the fans afterwards, Chris is all taped up. So it's not as bad as it was before. The injury we're not we're supposed to think it's not as bad.
0: You should have said like, oh sign all these signatures, man, like the, <laughs> but it hurts a lot more than a well, Camaro lock from Brock Lesnar. The,
1: he's now in the John Cena spot. Cause we used to see all those behind the scenes videos of yeah. Cena signs the poster and you got the guy pulling him as he signed up. Yeah. Now we get yeah. all those behind the scenes videos from Cody of him signing posters and weight belts, like hundreds of posters before a show.
0: Side note. <laughs> um, I, I have a friend of mine who back in the nineties was helping out with local wrestling promotion here um mm. uh, they were getting a bunch of autographs signed by the undertanker and my friend was the one was supposed to help grab uh you know each picture whatever right. it was and put it to the side as undertaker just quickly signs undertaker had his beer sitting there my friend just moved the beer out of the way <laughs> and taker in character says, don't touch my beer <laughs> 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 you <got>
1: your- <laughs> wow
0: <laughs> and, and then afterwards like they joked about it off like or, or awesome. someone someone else was like laughing it's like dude why'd you do that to the undertaker <laughs> i i'm that's the quick story version I, I i should have my friend tell this story properly but uh um but yeah and that was a funny moment undertaker being the badass he's like don't touch my beer or something like along those slides but uh um yeah man cody too is credit man I, uh, signing all that stuff like uh Man, one of those weight belts. That'd be cool to get a weight belt signed by Cody Rhodes. Just all the cool merch he has. And you know, he he is dominating with all the merch sales right now. One of the one of the top ones. So yeah, that's the thing. It's like this match is coming up for SummerSlam's official. How are they gonna make this different compared to the last two? I think this needs to end here. And but where does Cody go after this? That's, yeah, be that's the big question.
1: I mean, I could maybe see. So Cody beats Brock. Cody then maybe earns a shot for the world championship, whether that's mm-hmm. Finn or Seth Rollins loses that. And then again, has to build himself back up with the lead into 2024 Royal Rumble and so forth.
0: If I have a chance to ever mm-hmm. talk to Cody again, which I hope so at some point, mm-hmm. I, I, I know they announced survivor series for November, but it didn't say war Games, So a lot of people are expecting, right. Is, not, is it not going to be war games this year? Which I, I'm like, I'm fine right now. They can always add it later if it's deserving. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like Hell in a Cell. I think a lot of people got annoyed that Hell in Cell was always on the calendar, and you're like, all right, they're gonna have to rush a feud together just in order to fulfill this. uh, 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 The fulfill. Oh, it's on the books. We got to do a Hell in Cell match here. I'm fine not advertising War Games that far out because then you're like, oh, well, at some point we're gonna get a last minute War Games match build, and someone yell War Games or something. I'm fine just announcing a Survivor Series, and then mm. maybe if there's a reason to have a War Games match closer till, then you can organically announce it. See, um, the
1: only problem with that is selling tickets with a one ring setup.
0: Oh, have they gone on sale already with just one I'm, ring?
1: I'm not sure. Okay, but that's what they look into. Yeah. If okay, you're good not point. Announce it till closer to, then you're going to be selling tickets and. Area and the oh, well, now we're adding a second ring. Now I need to move people's seats and this and that. I don't gotcha. I'm not yeah, sure how that logistically works on having to move everything around. And if you're going to have because the rumor always was Vince didn't want war games because it was two rings and it takes away from floor seats.
0: No, no, you're, that's right. Very good point. Well, the point I was getting with that was uh, I yeah, love that Cody, thing. yeah, would he ever want to be in a part of a war games match? He what? hasn't. He was supposed right. to
1: be in blood and the first blood and guts and COVID yes. canceled that.
0: Exactly. So I hope uh I'm sure I wonder if that's a personal goal of he mm-hmm. his to oh, you know be, it has
1: to be with Dusty creating the match and all that. Ex- and yeah.
0: Exactly. So so that's what I'm saying. Like maybe that could keep him busy through the fall season mm-hmm. is somehow he gets a team together and they have a match at war Games. So that could be something to keep him busy for maybe like a month at least minimum. So I I hope maybe
1: versus judgment day versus Cody's nightmare family.
0: Yeah, exactly. Something like that. So I think that's one way you can Mm. keep them busy through the fall season before Royal Rumble season. So, um, but yeah, so that, that's, that's something I would love to see. I'm sure Cody would love to participate in at least one war games match. Mm. Um, So uh, speaking of other matches though, and this is something I kind of want to combine all together. Earlier, we're talking about what number of matches can be, be displayed for for Summerslam, mm-hmm. and kind of right now, early indication looks like we're going to get four women's matches for Summerslam. It's not official yet on the website, on Wikipedia, and all that stuff. But based on the direction they're going on Raw and SmackDown, it looks like we're going to get four women's matches here, which is exciting. Right. I know for a lot of people who may be critical of Triple H's booking and creative, maybe not enough uh, attention put into the women's division In certain sort of scenarios and builds for like WrestleMania and whatnot. But for SummerSlam here, it is exciting to see there could be four mag- four women's matches here. So I'll just run down the list real quick. It was announced this week, so Asuka will defend her title against Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, um, Trish versus Becky, Shayna versus Ronda, and then uh, um, uh, Rhea Ripley defending against Raquel. And Raquel, mm. we'll, we'll talk about what happened to her on Raw this week in a little bit. But yeah, t- Tim, we'll just kind of start big here. Your overall thoughts of just potentially four matches for SummerSlam weekend.
1: Yeah, no, it's really fun. I mean, of course, we're going to get the two women's title matches for sure. We know what the SmackDown one's going to be. That's been announced. The Raw one. I mean, we, we're to assume it's Raquel, but if you think about it, at the end of Raw last week, Liv did come out and attack or take down <laughs> Maria. Her. She jumped yeah. her. I don't think it's going to be Liv, but if you do the whole injury angle of, well, Raquel's too hurt, and Liv's going to fight in her honor. So Mm -hmm. I I think it's going to be one of those two. Then we have Trish and Becky, where I said it the last three weeks now, get Trish off my TV. She is not good in this role. I am not liking any of this Trish Stratus (laughs) stuff. Like, oh boy. And then... Shayna and ronda who's the baby face who's the heel because they flip it every <laughs> single week
0: exactly so okay let's go down the, the list here of all these matches so uh, on smackdown this week it well it was on social media they made it official uh mm. oscar will defend against charlotte and bianca this week charlotte had a match with eo bailey was on the uh, on commentary but halfway through left when video of shots came up like uh Horror movie esque, uh, creeping out Bailey. Like, I'm coming after you after last week. Uh, Shotzi had the video of shaving her head in response to uh, Bailey's Have you seen the photo hair. of her with the shaved head? Yeah, from the, the live show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, It's pretty badass. Cool. Yeah. Um, but on a serious note though, uh, kudos to Shotzi, who, um, if you may or may not know, her sister is battling cancer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, I've met her sister before at wrestling shows because, you know, Shotzi is from the Bay Area. So I've met her before at shows and concerts throughout the years. And so um, she doesn't have her hair right now. So Shotzi did it just to to support her sister. So she shaved her head too. So that's very cool. It's just, yeah. And, yeah.
1: There were some people on Twitter that didn't know that and they were crapping (laughs) on the storyline. And it's like, hey, how about you do a little research before you look dumb? Exactly. So. Yeah, I hear what you're saying.
0: You know, mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was trying to think of a witty way of referencing that person, but no, not, not going to name gonna, any no, names. No, no, I'm not going to, uh, or even initials. But uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> so, um, um, but yeah, no, I, it, kudos to Shotzi for doing mm-hmm. that to support oh, yeah. her sister. That's awesome, and uh, I definitely wish the best for her sister. Uh, hopefully, you know things uh go well for her in this battle but uh no it's cool though as far as on tv though shotzi playing mind games with mm-hmm. bailey i like and it a ba- lot bailey was like oh my god like this is like shotzi's first real one-on-one story i know mm-hmm. she had the feud with ronda briefly last year's survivor series but this is like her first really single storyline here i'm like yeah. oh cool Good, great opportunity bailey left during the match eo was like what's going on and lost to Charlotte and uh, uh, so Charlotte wins here and just kind of building her up for her match against Oscar Oscar came out and attacked her so just adding more between there so it's gonna be interesting to see how this triple threat match plays out and then with EO and Bailey kind of lurking in the background mm. there so uh, a lot of different directions they can go a lot of uh, unknown uh, going into a match which what we want in pro wrestling we want that exactly. unknown especially you don't want to make when it comes to predictions, you got to have that mm. element of wh- what could happen. So it's uh, I'm really looking forward to that match at at, at SummerSlam and, you know, where Thanks. EO can get involved. So I am worried because wasn't there a, a, a rumor that the women's money in the bank winner this year was going to have a failed cash in? So I was like, no, I,
1: I don't know about a rumor. I've, I've seen the tweets of people saying yeah. it, but I don't know where it actually came from. OK,
0: good, because I love EO. <laughs> I want EO to win at some point. That's what I'm getting at here. Um then over on Raw, we saw Becky uh and uh, uh come out on Miz TV and I just loved it. She just grabbed the mic and says, We know it's gonna happen on Ms. TV. The yeah. other guest is gonna be my opponent trying to attack me. Just bring out Trish. So Trish comes out, and the stipulation is if if Becky beats Zoe next week or this week on Raw, then she'll get the match with Trish mm. at SummerSlam, which has been the rumor for, what, the last, like, four months. So like right after Mania. Yeah. So, uh,
1: you know. You don't, the, you, don't think, you don't think Becky gets the tattoo? <laughs> I know, Is right? Sure? That, yeah. i like, Trish. oh, that's such a dumb stipulation because we know it's never going to happen.
0: Yeah, totally. So we can assume uh, Becky's going to win on Raw this week and then. Mm. Uh, get her match with Trish at Summerslam, so that's going to be, I, I'm sure for Becky's going to be probably be cool to well one get a rematch after what Night of Champions right. so, and so we'll see how that plays out and then uh, um what was the other oh Ronda and, and Shayna Baszler so yeah Shayna comes out this week on Raw has a squash match with Nikki Cross which is kind of a bummer because Nikki Cross is a former Raw Women's Champion um but I get it. You gotta put Shane, you gotta build Shayna up more for yeah. her match with Rhonda and part of the rebuild process. After the match, we see Rhonda up in the uh like suites, grabs a microphone, calls out Shayna, and this exchange was very interesting because more <laughs> or less, just to sum it up, Rhonda said, like, while you're complaining, you had it tough because you had to go to the indies and you go to the performance center, and learn from the best people in the world versus me, I had to go and earn like I won my titles, my you know, my Olympic gold medals and and dominate the sport and then I get signed with WWE and I get thrown with the wolves debuting at WrestleMania. Don't you think that's a little lot tougher than your system of like a natural progression which I could see where she's coming from.
1: Yeah, but they deliver- both have Yeah, they both have their their pros and cons.
0: Yeah. I guess my issue was maybe the delivery cuz Rhonda she was just like speaking so fast yeah. and talking like in this you know spitting venom which comes off very heelish so like so that's where Rhonda I
1: I like Rhonda may have been a little over scripted.
0: Yeah, like she probably realized okay all these talking points I need a reference mm-hmm. here and she's like spitting them all out and it's like whoa yeah. whoa slow down like you know kind of maybe sell each point here. Mm. I get what she's trying to say is like you had it. You're saying you had it tough because you had to go through this longer system, but look at it from my point of view where, you know, I had to sink or swim right out of the gates, but and that's because I dominated each sport to get there. So it's like, I've always had to prove myself. um, Like, don't hate me because I'm just that talented and I earn my reputation But when it came to wrestling here in WWE, I was throwing the wolves. I didn't have, I I couldn't go through that natural progression like you did. Mm So I see both sides. But then Shayna counters, and and she's going to say, "I'm going to prove I'm going to be the real Ronda Rousey," which was like, "Wait, uh, should you be your own person?" You are saying Ronda's better than you, (laughs) yes. But I you know I saw some people commenting like it it felt like a double turn here. It's like Rhonda started as the baby phase, but by the end of this exchange, mm. she was the heel. And now Shayna, you want to root for Shayna to beat Rhonda here. So it, it's gonna be really interesting how this booked. I mean, I, I think you and I talked about last time that reports are Ronda has a hard out after yeah. SummerSlam. And so I, I'm sure Rhonda's gonna put Shayna over her one of her best friends. So, you know, early prediction there. But uh,
1: so is it, so? Uh, just thinking here, Shayna's never had a match on the SummerSlam card. I mean, it only been on, like the last two years or so. I don't think Rhonda so. had the line of, Hey, I'm gonna do you a favor and finally get you booked on SummerSlam. Yeah.
0: And that's the other thing, too. Shayna started running up the steps to go get Ronda, And that's very like a baby, a baby face thing to do, like
1: go yeah. after. The like, oh, you want to hide for me? I'll come get you.
0: Yeah, so like like when Cody Rhodes and AEW when he went after Jericho in the in yeah. the suite. Like that's a babyface uh, behavior to run up the steps and go after the heel. So yeah, the, the, <laughs> this whole thing I know it's very rushed because they have limited time mm. to get to SummerSlam between Money in the Bank and now. So they have like four weeks to tell this story, which really should have been done over the span of a couple months at minimum. Yeah. Um, so it's unfortunate there, but I'm excited for the match. I'm sure it's gonna be hard hitting deep down. They are friends. So they're going to probably want to deliver for the time being a one time only match between the two of them. So I'm sure they're going to go balls to the wall there and just really try and deliver a great hmm. performance. Um, last though, let's talk about Rhea Ripley. So Raquel and Liv were defending their titles against Chelsea and Sonia. They're doing a promo. Rhea approaches Raquel, confronts her and then they start fighting. And during that melee, Rhea kicks Raquel's knee, takes it out, and she's injured, still wants to compete in the match. So that's their out there that Raquel was injured. Ultimately, they lose the match, drop the titles to Sonya and Chelsea, which oh excuse me, which which is cool. I like I think, it. I think a lot of people are happy for Chelsea and Sonia. One, they've known each other since what, 2015's tough enough. Mm-hmm. And for them, in the short time they've come together, they really had a great natural fit. Like they kind of dress similar. So they're really doing their part to be like a legit tag team or be presented well, like, as a tag team.
1: Their characters work very well together because Chelsea's the Karen. Who's always like, yeah. and let me speak to your manager and this, that. Yeah. and Sonya's character is, I used to be management. I mm-hmm. don't like the current management. It just kind of yeah. fits again. Exactly. It, it was supposed to be Carmela with Chelsea and then Carmela got pregnant and all that. But yeah. I mean, we didn't really see where the pairing could have gone because they only were together for like two, three weeks. Mm-hmm, but I really mm-hmm. do like Chelsea and Sonya together a lot,
0: and they kind of got a great dynamic. Like Sonya mm-hmm. is like the MMA background, so she's kind of comes in has that badass, uh, brawler, yeah. you know, a persona to her. And then mm-hmm. Chelsea, you know, with her style, it's 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 really you know they are different, but they also very similar with the character work. So I'm digging this and. I think it's like a fresh start for the women's division, the tag team division. I think now you can get some new storylines with them as heels and maybe build up some baby face tag teams to go after them. And Hmm. hopefully they'll have a a pretty long title reign and they can really rebuild that women's tag team division. Cause I think a lot of people want to see that succeed. And so I think this is a great opportunity to do so. And I think nothing against Raquel and Liv. I know they are a fun tag team together, but I think a lot of people want to see Raquel get that push. Yeah. Based on this interaction with Rhea, it looks like maybe Raquel and Rhea could be the matchup for SummerSlam because I'm sure they want to see Rhea wrestle on the big stage at SummerSlam. And so it's right there. Raquel as her opponent. So, and they are friends too. They came up through NXT together. So, and, and they had great, great
1: matches together in NXT too.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. No. it's so yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this matchup here. So, I'm all for Rhea versus Raquel. And uh, I'm sure we'll see this on Raw this week. Just making it probably official mm. at some point and, yeah. and and go from there. So uh, let's see. What else was there? So that was just all the women's. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we talked about yeah, Chelsea and Sonia, new women's tag team champions now. All right. Let's talk about the U.S. title picture right now over on SmackDown. So last week, they started the United States Championship Invitational. Santos Escobar won this week. Everyone thought L.A. Knight was going to win. Unfortunately, no, he did not win. Rey Mysterio picked up the win. Um, We'll talk about those matchups in a second. Let's talk about L.A. Knight here. I think a lot of people thought he, by losing here, <clears throat> he's being buried. He's <clears throat> now not going to have a reason to be at SummerSlam. What's your kind of your, your thoughts on the state of L.A. Knight?
1: I feel like it's a lot of, oh, we know everybody loves him. We know he's really good but then we don't know what to fully do with him. We mm-hmm. like, we can tell that they know he's going to get a good reaction when he gets that extra long entrance of, he gets to come mm-hmm. out with a microphone. He gets to come out and speak to the crowd before his matches. So it's like, they know he's going to get those good reactions, but do they know what they want to do with him? And we've heard the, Oh, he's going to get a push after WrestleMania. Oh, he's going to get a push after money in the bank. Now mm-hmm. the new one is always oh, going to get a push. After SummerSlam. Well, there's only so many times we can hear that where whoever's okay. reporting that we go, okay, you're just making stuff up. Because <laughs> you keep saying the same thing after every major show. But I know Wade Keller of PW Torch came out this week and was like, hey, Vince is even now seeing what LA Knight can provide and what he can bring. And mm-hmm. yes, in the past, he has rubbed some people the wrong way, but there are also people in that locker room who have gone to bat for him.
0: Okay. Gotcha, so yeah. I i, I, I want to be excited with that Report that Vince has now grown to like him Because hmm. a lot of people were worried that he didn't Hence, you know, when he got called up from NXT, they repackaged him as Max Dupree, the head of Maximum Male Models, but then when he was yeah. gone Triple H, hmm. H Brought back him as LA Knight So it shows that he, Triple H does like LA Knight for who hmm. he is, and obviously That was one of his guys back in NXT When he signed him, so fingers crossed is a good sign that triple H and now Vince both like LA Knight and see that the crowd loves him. He's organically got over despite just losing matches. Merch sales are doing really good for him. And like, they're making new shirts for him. All the signs that he's, he should be okay. Yeah. And last week on, on SmackDown, he cut a promo saying he's going to win. Obviously he did not win Mm -hmm. this week, but he still got to cut a promo before the match. No one else got to get a cut of promo. So, Exactly. I want to, that is a good sign though So I want to be optimistic here I know it's tough as a WWE fan How many times in history Where people have organically liked someone And did not get The the proper push or Success or title wins or whatever The case may be I think LA Knight at some point winning That US title will be really good Because unfortunately Austin Theory is just not Doing anything with that US title of significance
1: Yeah. Even this week
0: Even this week at SmackDown, you know, last week during the U.S., the four-way match for the U.S. title qualification, Austin Theory was doing commentary. This week, he didn't do commentary. He just sat Mm, there. That was weird.
1: That was a little weird.
0: We're not going to put you on the microphone this time. You're not going to talk. You're just going to sit there and just look mad. Mm. So uh, Rey Mysterio wins this week. So it's going to be him and Santos next week. And then the winner will face Austin Theory now. Will that be... On the go home episode SmackDown, will that be actually be at SummerSlam? I, I I,
1: I mean, there is a precedence put in from like last year where they would be building up these challengers for Gunter in the IC title. Mm We think it's going to be at the premium live event, and then it's that go home SmackDown. We saw it three times I think last year. Yeah, they would build up an IC title challenger. Oh, cool! That's the whatever pay per view match. And then mm-hmm. it's just on SmackDown. So, so I, I think this could be a SmackDown match as well. You know, you want one big match for that go-home show, sell tickets in the city the night before the, the SummerSlam and whatnot. So I could see it on SmackDown. I'd prefer it to be a pay-per-view match, premium live event, but everything that they've done in the past year with the IC title on SmackDown says to me it's probably be a title match on the, on the, the SmackDown show. Which...
0: I'm kind of okay with, like you said, what they've been doing the last couple months on the go home episode, SmackDown on that Friday, the day before of the premium live events. Now on Saturday, mm-hmm. they are trying to make it like a double package weekend here. Right. And because, you know, back in the day where WWE have pay-per-view on Sunday, takeover would be that Saturday. So I like how WWE will make it like an action one, two punch of back to back days of great wrestling. So, this is loosely kind of based on that model of making that SmackDown more meaningful. Yeah. So I can see that could be, um, the U S title defended there as maybe the main event. Um, I can also see, you know, maybe they'll have the tag titles there cause it does cross brands or the women's tag titles across brands. So maybe that's how they kind of stacked up that Friday SmackDown is all these titles that can go across both brands can be used there. I'm just you know throwing ideas out. Um, but we did see Santos versus Austin Theory this week on SmackDown. I wonder if that's a foreshadowing of the match we could see in a couple weeks. At this point, I'm kind of, I, I think Santos is the favorite to win here and beat Ray. Really? his mentor.
1: I, I, I think, we, now, based off of, and this is Vince booking, but based off the past, Santos won, which leads me to think he's going to lose to Ray.
0: You think LA or, uh, Austin Theory...
1: Well, no, no. I think I think because Santos beat Austin Theory on SmackDown, okay. so I think you give him momentum going into the Ray match. Okay. You think okay. he's going to beat Ray, and Ray beats him. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's that's like what they used to do back in the day. Be like, oh, you know, so and so just won a big match right before pay per view. Then they lose at the pay per view.
0: Just throwing us out there. So maybe Ray beats Santos, then goes on to face um, Austin Theory. Could Santos get upset with that loss and that begins the dissension between L- oh, LWO? I hope.
1: I hope not. I just don't think we need another group right now that's got dissension. We've got the bloodline, we've got the the supposed dissension and judgment day. Yeah. I think yeah. we just need to keep them one little happy family. I mean, yeah. I could see Ray
0: who has a bigger star power. Yeah. And if they're trying to. Need that U.S. title, the main event, that SmackDown. I can see Ray being there, the one to sell for ratings purposes. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But I have a feeling whoever wins next week is going to take that title off Austin Theory. What That's, if
1: though? Yeah. What if Ray wins and Dominia and Rhea get involved and oh. screw Ray? Oh man,
0: then <laughs> people are going to complain. Raw people, score, up on or, SmackDown, or, or,
1: or they try to screw Ray. Mm-hmm. They unsuccessfully Hurt him in the match or whatever He beats Austin Theory for the title And then the next night we get like a Dominic Ray I mean it's probably too quick to set that up Dominic Ray US title match at SummerSlam Or
0: Let's see they beat up Ray Take him out So Austin Theory doesn't have a match And then he goes to SummerSlam And he's like I want a match I want to defend this title and then, yeah, LA Knight comes out. I'm <laughs> That'd just be throwing, cool. Just throwing out crazy ideas here. So uh, we'll see. But uh, I, I am looking for, or I know a lot of people are like, oh, he's going to get his push after SummerSlam. Well, SummerSlam's in two weeks. So, mm-hmm. you know, that push could be starting in a couple weeks. So, you know, just be patient. I, we've been patient enough already for the last couple months. So
1: What's your place keeps saying, hey, what did he say after Money in the Bank? Good things come to those who wait or something like that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, well, We've been waiting long enough, yeah. so so yeah. Give it to me. Give me what I want, as Batista would say. But uh, speaking of mid card titles, over on Raw, the IC title, we saw Riddle have a rematch with Gunther. A rematch from uh, Money in the Bank. Once again, Gunther just chopped the hell out of Matt Riddle. There's that one chop and just Riddle went flying. And then like Riddle started trying to kick him back. We could tell yeah. he was he was smirking a little bit because he's probably like, Oh dude, you hit me good. I'm gonna yeah. get you back now. So you kinda I like when they kind of break a character and they're trying to hold in their laughter. Um, um but yeah, Gunther picked up the victory again and then uh he jumped on the table, grabbed the mic, and said, Drew McIntyre, I want a match against you. So we're probably gonna get that match. At SummerSlam, which I'm looking forward to, just to mm-hmm. see a couple of big hosses beat each other up. After we saw their triple so, threat match at Mania.
1: So, what are your thoughts on Gunther cutting all his promos on the announce table? I like it because it's different. It it's, makes yeah, him oh, it's different. Stand out.
0: Yeah, and he's already a tall guy, so yeah. him standing up on the on the broadcast table just makes him more like everyone looking up to him. It's like, whoa! Mm-hmm. This, yeah, cause this, the way
1: they shoot it up, it looks great.
0: Yeah, I'm all for it. Um, I actually saw some conversation online. I'll get your thoughts real quick. Gunther's icy title reign. It's been great. People love it. He's been dominant. He's probably going to beat Honky Tonk Man's record next month or within end of the summer. Hmm. However, though, he hasn't any really meaty stories. He he defends the title pretty regularly, has amazing matches, but he hasn't any like a real major feud other than maybe Sheamus, nothing like major storylines built around him it's been more just matchups set up for him and go at it so well, and
1: and i think that's his thing he doesn't need a lot of story per se mm-hmm. i think his whole thing is i'm a champion i'm a fighting champion just mm-hmm. throw opponents at me and i'll beat them okay how and many that's... people how many people can i beat before i finally get beat
0: and listen, we've seen a similar story in AEW right now with Orange Cassidy with that <laughs> right. international title. So for anyone, you know, the AEW purists out there, you, you can't complain or, or 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 people are, excuse me, maybe more WWE fans who complain AEW just has random stories. We are just kind of having a random matchups, excuse me. Mm. We're kind of getting that with Gunther. It's just random matches. But nonetheless, it's still amazing matches to watch. Oh, yeah. And I'll always tune in for Gunther. So. I wonder, yeah, if if, if we're going to get a more meaty story out of him at some point. Uh, I know Drew wasn't on Raw this week. I hope he's back on Raw this week and kind of.
1: Yeah, they, they announced the face-to-face with him and Gunter.
0: Okay, perfect. Good. All right. So, yeah, I want to I wanna see that. Just get me more mm-hmm. emotionally involved in, for that match that I'm already looking forward to. Um, all right. Last thing we'll talk about here is Bobby Lashley. So last week we saw the Street Profits in the parking lot. On their phone they're saying where's he at Oh he's coming he's coming Limo pulls up And uh, Bobby Lashley comes out And the Street Profits jump in They drive off Then this week on Smackdown we see Bobby Lashley backstage He meets with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams So a lot of people are just speculating What is going on with Bobby Lashley What does he have brewing right now Just for the sake of fun Fan speculation What do you kind of think could be going on here
1: Meltzer reported after that SmackDown angle with the Street Profits, he's getting a new group. And it's most likely going to be Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Okay. I don't know. We do know that there were some issues with COVID this past week. Maybe that's why the Street Profits weren't on SmackDown and they did the little thing with Carmelo. You know, Bianca had to get pulled from SmackDown. So maybe um, Tez had to get pulled as well. Maybe that's the whole thing. And so they couldn't really build anything up with that. But... It's like he's getting a new group, but it's not the street profit or it's not the hurt business, even though you've got Cedric and Shelton doing nothing but getting killed by Indus Shear. <laughs> So it's like, do we want to see? And, and and I get it. They ain't doing anything with the street profits. They haven't done anything with the street profits in almost a year. Yeah. So it's like we do need something with them. Pair them with Bobby. But we know Bobby, MVP. Shelton Cedric were amazing, short-lived during COVID, would love to see that group in front of an actual crowd. Yes. Now they're going to go a different direction. Why? Hmm. Why is, and I think it could be, could they do this? Bobby picks Shel, Um. Bobby picks Street Profits. We then see MVP Shelton Benjamin Cedric confront him on that going, oh, you need people, but you don't want us. We were always there for you and this and that. And then you got these guys. What it makes mm-hmm. them better than us? And then maybe we get MVP back in the ring for the first time in a couple of years, teaming with Shelton and Cedric against mm. Bobby and the Street Profits. Just something I just Ooh. thought up right now. I don't know. Okay, maybe. Yeah, three on three, right there. Why are they better than us when we always had your back for so long? For that whole what was it almost a year we had the the hurt business?
0: It was awesome. I I, I love what the hurt business were are doing and mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, that's probably the one that one of the big things that was unfortunate about the Performance Center, aka the Thunderdome era in WWE, is you know, outside of Drew McIntyre winning the title in front of no one, the Hurt Business never got to perform mm-hmm. in front of WWE Universe. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, they, got I, to, the,
1: they got to beat people up on Raw Underground.
0: Yes, that was <laughs> epic. They came out yeah. with their suits, unbuttoned the suits, and just yeah. started going kicking ass. Yeah, I would love to see the Hurt Business on our TV in front of a live audience just to mm-hmm. hear that reaction. I wonder, yeah, if it's like a Hurt Business 2.0 type concept, is this going to lead to you know the bloodline is, as we talked about earlier, is going away or, you know, they're wrapping up their story. They're going to break down, mm-hmm. eventually dissolve. I wonder if what Bobby's cooking is the next big faction to, to hold down the fort on SmackDown. Right. You got judgment day on raw. You need something on SmackDown to kind of carry things. So I maybe mean you have what, the
1: LWO on SmackDown. But. True.
0: And that could be a, a rivalry there as well. Yeah. Um, but maybe what they do here with the hurt business 2.0, that's what I was going to call it for hypothetical. <laughs> um, maybe, yeah, they can kind of have like an evolution type of appeal to it as far as You got the tag team. You got Bobby Lashley, who's like the older leader, world champion, uh, main eventer, caliber performer. And then maybe you get like a fourth person there, which could be maybe Carmella Hayes. And then I can see maybe between – and that's how – I know everyone wants to see Montez Ford get that singles run. Maybe Mm -hmm. this is how you start building towards it. Like you give him that Randy Orton um, style style of presentation. And like over time – when her two her business two point finally breaks up, Montez four versus Bobby Lashley, Montez wins, and then Montez gets sore to the
1: main event picture scene. The big question here babyface group or heel group? Um the, have the street poppets ever been heels?
0: I think didn't they kind of start out in NXT as heels a little bit?
1: Like cocky. Maybe. I know but, they were like over cocky, like jock kind of guys a little. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't I mean, know God. if you can even fully call that heel. Maybe I don't know. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I, that's a good point. Maybe they do go heel just to kind of freshen things up for their character work, and they can kind of do more of the trash talking, but from a heel standpoint.
1: You and know, then maybe Bobby brings, he, Bobby brings them into his lifestyle of you know lavish yeah. things and suits and whatnot. Hey, no, we ain't wearing jerseys. We ain't wearing track suits. We ain't you know. At the gym. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to present yourself in a way that you look like you deserve to be at the top of the card. Yeah, like exactly. Did with the her business. Again, mm-hmm. her business 2.0.
0: <laughs> so then, yeah, does Car- Carmela Hayes get added into the fold as, like, the fourth member? And then you got, like, you got Bobby, the main eventer, world title challenger, street profits, tag team titles. And then Carmela could be the young guy, singles star, so, goes after the co- mid Car title.
1: So one question about Carmelo though you had Carmelo What do you do a trick do you leave him in NXT does he come yeah. with him every time we see Carmelo Wait. on the main roster trick is there with him I didn't get it they're the top act in NXT right now so they got to be kept together for now but is there that time where eventually he gets called up but trick stays back
0: I could see that and then they break up their partnership on NXT mm-hmm. and that could be the storyline there right. is, is trick uh, or Carmella, whoever, one of them turns on the other, mm-hmm. and, and then they fight it out, loser leaves town type of thing, and then Carmella gets called up uh, at some point. So, that could be one way. Because um, I think, like, they like the number four, you know, four members, yeah. just like four horsemen and whatnot. So, uh, I could totally see this could be maybe the beginning of, yeah, like a, like a, a evolution-type stable over on on SmackDowns it's gonna be exciting I, you know it just where this could lead into i think dominant factions are very fun as yes. we know from undisputed era four horsemen evolution i mean we've seen it for decades it's exciting stuff so um yeah i, I i'm liking these little easter eggs just get speculating what could go on so mm-hmm. um actually but before i forget real quick um speaking of bobby lashley and you know, his, one of his uh, opponents was supposed to be Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. What's the latest with Bray Wyatt? I, there was something online on Twitter. People were speculating like he, he might make an appearance or return <sighs> at SummerSlam or is that? okay? Just... Hold
1: on. I need to pull something up then. Cause there Uh-oh. was a tweet about Cody Rhodes that came from his Twitter account.
0: Okay. Okay. Hold on, okay. Let
1: me... Sorry. Hold no, 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 on the fly no, no.
0: right now. They just, no, you're fine. It's... I
1: know I, I have it right here. Cause Nick actually sent it to me yesterday or the day okay, before. Cool. So I have it in my DMS. I can find it here really quickly. Because Nick okay. was like, are they really going to do Bray and Cody? And I was like, what are you talking about? And then he sent me the tweet. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it's a. So, it was. Ooh, maybe it was pooled. Is it not? Oh, here it is. Here it is. So, some random Twitter account I've never seen before from 2019. Okay, <laughs> never mind. This is a very old tweet. Okay. This is a tweet. Never mind. I take it all back. This is a tweet from 2019. And okay. it's been circulating now. So I'll just read it really fast, though. But it's a tweet from 2019. It's been circulating over the last couple of days. Um, there were, it was like a video of Husky Harris. They were asking Bray White, Do you know who this man, this wannabe-looking guy is, whatever. And Bray responds with, at Cody Rhodes did that. He was his partner. He trusted him. He was ridiculous in front of the world. For someone else's failed attempt at fame, it destroyed him. And from his ashes, a butterfly was born but the memory remains. Now, that was back from 2019. And for some reason, this tweet has been making the rounds again this week.
0: So speculating Bray could go after Cody Rhodes.
1: Yeah, but I don't know why people are speculating it from a almost four-year-old tweet. Man, well, there's, there, there's uh, speculation. Also, I don't even remember Cody and Husky Harris being a team. Was that even a real thing?
0: I can't remember as well. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah oh. I don't. I don't know. Well, so, we'll see what happens at this, uh, you know, intrigue for uh, Cody Rhodes. Maybe that keeps him busy throughout the so fall the, season.
1: The, the last report, though, on Bray was that there's no update. He's still dealing with whatever this illness is. Hmm. Okay, so what this looks like. Was Cody Husky Harris. Cody was Husky's NXT Pro.
0: Oh, oh wow, yeah. That's From that first season of NXT, or or, or, or second season, whatever. Yeah. Back
1: um, in the- I'm not sure what season but that was. That was like the was. first
0: two season or of the NXT.
1: Yeah. So the, I, I see a graphic right here. It says Pro Cody Rhodes, Rookie Husky Harris. Gotcha. Wow.
0: Okay, that's a while ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see a photo here. I'm looking on online.
1: So, yeah, that, but that tweet from 2019 has been circulating. I don't know if, like, someone within WWE kind of tried to push it or why it started circulating again. No clue. Because it's not like somebody even recent, like, commented on it. It just started getting retweeted recently by a okay. number of different people. So it is very weird.
0: Okay, well... We'll see what happens here. You know, adding a little more intrigue to tune mm-hmm. in the SummerSlam. So right. uh yeah, no, I'm looking forward to SummerSlam already. It's gonna be a stacked card and um, yeah. you know, it is the hard excuse me, it is the hottest party of the summers, as <laughs> they say. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh yeah. Uh we'll uh uh we'll we'll begin the countdown now. We're what? Less than two weeks away from it now. So yep. a lot of stuff to look forward to. So all right, well on that note. We did talk a lot of WWE this week. So much going on. So uh, let's start wrapping things up. Tim, where can the Clicksters find you online?
1: Basically, you can find most of my work at Pro Wrestling Unlimited, whether that's on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and so forth. Or you can find my personal stuff at Timmy Buddy. Well, yeah, go over there, hang out, have a good time, and talk some wrestling.
0: Absolutely. And by the way, if you're watching This video on YouTube. If you couldn't tell the new awesome overlay graphic, shout out to you, Tim. Thank you for doing this last minute. Like I said, if you couldn't tell already, I think it's safe to say you're the (laughs) official, unofficial third man brother of this podcast. As far as the amount of work you put into this, you're helping me out. So thank you for doing this. The graphics awesome. And yeah, please, as it says at the top here, subscribe to in the click where we get your podcast at. Or if you subscribe to us on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. Leave a comment, share the video as well. And then, yeah, as it says down below, follow us on social at in the click on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And on Baby Huey, follow me on Facebook at Baby Huey Official, Twitter and Instagram at BabyHuey83. If you want to email us, you could do so in the click at gmail.com. I still want to do like a fan, fan mailbag episode. That'd be so cool. One one of these days where we can kind of like let people email us their their questions and have a fun discussion about various things, maybe like round table style get some uh some other people on, so uh I'll have to work that out the details at some point so mm. but yeah, on that note, let's go home, and that's the bottom line because Huey said so.